0: Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. This week, we're going to continue down our path of just trying to reframe ourselves, recontextualize the game a little bit, and hopefully, uh, you know, improve our relationship with pickleball. And Jill and I were, last weekend, Jill and I spent a day up at the APP tournament up at Hilton Head. And then we're able to uh, come down through Georgia and spend some time with friends with some training uh, camps down there in Georgia, some clinics in Georgia. So we had really nice pickleball time up there. And, you know, continuing, I'm continuing my work on my relationship with pickleball, my understanding of not just the game strategically and, and uh, from a mechanical standpoint, but also from a mental standpoint and an emotional standpoint, you know, how, how to deal with adversity. And uh, what I want to do is talk to you all today a couple of concepts in the main section we're going to talk about how losing can actually be winning or it is actually winning if you look at it correctly and then in the riff we're going to talk about what it means to compete out on the courts and how to frame that out so if you're into that this week stay tuned for the podcast you'd like to help your friend or family member learn how to play pickleball but how now it's easy pick up a copy of play pickleball a beginner's guide it's the most complete guide to playing pickleball Available as a digital download or in hard copy at intopickle.com or at Amazon. Let's keep growing the sport. Every single one of us who plays pickleball wants to win when we step out on the court. I mean, it is a game that we play where there is scoring involved and where we, we track the score, right? So basically, you know, I score a point or you score a point and so on and so forth till we get to the, usually it's 11, right? The magic number of 11. And then we call it a game and either you have 11. First, or I have 11 first and that dictates who won that game. But you know, there, there are a couple of different ways of looking at this that I wanted to broach in today's uh, podcast, this week's podcast. What I wanted to talk about first was, you know, how the, the 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 importance that we give to the score, right? The score in pickleball, really, at the end of the day, is just a number, right? So, you know, at some point during a game, you'll have five, and I'll have four, or you'll have you know three, and I'll have seven, or whatever. So. You know, you, just numbers, right? So we'll just have these numbers that we keep track of. And, uh, you know, every time you engage in a series of events that that you get rewarded with a point, then your point goes up. And same for me, right? But I think what, when we get so wound up in, in this number, right, and how important this number is to us as uh, basically defining us, uh, sometimes as players, And sometimes as even as persons, that can be pretty uh, destructive if you're doing that. So, you know, what I suggest you do on the scoring is maybe reevaluate the score, Uh, not reevaluate the score, but reevaluate your relationship with the score, how you think about the score. Yes, the score is relevant. Yes, the score is um, important in terms, at least important in terms of tracking who's winning or who, who ultimately wins the game right at the end, who got to 11 first but does it change you as a player or does it change you as a person and I would suggest the answer is no um you know let's take an example of and you're gonna hear me say this again at the end about you know i'm gonna i'm gonna set up some examples of of different scenarios and and challenge you to think about them and hopefully help you reframe some of the uh some of how you view these things through those examples so in one scenario i'm gonna put you out on the court you and whatever partner you want you pick Against, uh, let's just say like uh, Ben Johns and Simone Jardim. And if you don't know who they are, they're the two best pickleball players, in, you know, male and female in the world. So you're going to be playing against them. Unless something really weird happens, it is very likely that the end of that game will be 11-0 against you. In other words, you'll have zero and Ben and Simone will have 11. And that'll be the game. So, you know, that, 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 that does that change who you are as a player how you play how good or things you need to work on whatever uh, it doesn't it doesn't change anything at all it's just some a set of numbers take the same thing on the on the other side take a game where you're playing uh, you know you're playing two three-year-olds right you, you hand a couple three-year-olds some paddles put them on the pickleball court and say let's play I would expect again barring something weird that that'll be 11 zero in favor of you maybe 11 one if you miss a return or something but 11 if they can even serve right but it's 11 zero right probably does that change anything? Does that, you know, th- does the 11-0 in your favor there or the 0-11 uh, against you in the prior example, does that change anything? And, and I think the answer is pretty clear that it does not change anything. Um, you know, all it is is, you know, either you have 11 or they have 11 at the end of this period of time that we're on the court. And it does not change the the. The fundamental, not the fundamentals, but the, the the basics of us as humans, of us as pickleball players, aren't changed because of the score being or, is 11-0 or or 0-11. We're the same person. We hit the shots the same way. Now, that's not to say you can't improve, right? That's not to say that you can't work to improve your game. That's more constructive, right? If you want to look at how you're playing and say, you know, I, I really could work on the depth of my serve. I really could work on my Punch volley, I really, you know, those types of things. I could work on my movement around the court. That's constructive. That's something that you can say, okay, that's something that I have control over. Something that I can, uh, that I can uh, do something about. Score is is something that, again, it's just a number, and and it's something that a lot of times, as in the examples I gave you, you may not have control over. If you're playing Ben and Simone. You probably don't have a lot of control over what the score is going to be. The score is going to be you're going to have a zero or at most a one at the end of that at the end of that exchange. And there's not much you can do to to yeah, at least in the short term, right? Maybe in the long term, if you really apply yourself and work hard at the game, and two years from now maybe you're battling with them. But for right now, for most of us, we're at zero or one when we play those types of opponents. So looking at the scores, our metric uh, is a flawed system. So maybe con- consider instead of looking at the score, looking at areas that are, that make more sense for you to, uh, for you to focus on when you are uh, uh, trying to decide, you know, what you need to do to improve as a pickleball player. If you want to have the most fun you've ever had on the pickleball court, while at the same time, learning the skills and strategies that you need to play your best pickleball, check out our VI Pickleball Camps. If you want to be notified of upcoming camps and also just want to stay in touch and know what's going on with VI Pickleball, Make sure you subscribe to our mailing list at wearepickleball.com. Just go in there, give us your email address, and we in turn will tell you when our next scams are coming up. This much fun should be illegal. I actually didn't mean to go that far down the rabbit hole of the uh, scoring, but it seemed like it was appropriate, so that's where we went with it. But let me give you a brief, and I'll, I'll hit this again in another podcast in the future, but let's talk a little bit about losing, right? So this idea that... Uh, you know, when I go out on the pickleball court, there's two options, right? I either have a W or have an L after every game, either a win or a loss. That's that's you know, and some of our minds and mine included, you know, back in the day more so than than today. But you know, winning is important, right? You know, when you play in the tournament like the one we just played at, you know, players want to know how'd you do, what happened, how'd you do, and so you know, they're expecting metrics, right? They're not they're not looking for you to tell them. You know, I thought my, uh, you know, my, for instance, I really did think my defense was pretty good during the tournament. I felt that I uh, lost some focus and intentionality towards the end of the of the tournament, but in the middle there, and, and and I thought my defense was pretty solid throughout. But that isn't what, you know, when a player says, how'd you do, they, they just want to know, like, did you win or did you lose? That's all that, it's a kind of, it's a binary, not kind of, it is a binary. And what I want to challenge you to do is maybe reconsider losses as not being in fact, losses. Now, yes, is it a loss from a standpoint of you know you scored less than eleven and your opponents got to eleven? Sure, fine. That's a loss in in that framing of the of the of that use of the term, right? Loss. But is it a loss to you as a as a player as a person? And I think there's there's a way to look at it where it's not a loss to you. In fact, you can look at it as a win or as a victory for you. And the reason for that is because you because you have a um, a loss gives you basically, it's an opportunity, right? So a loss gives you, it's a learning opportunity, right? Where you basically, um, you know, when you, whenever, whenever you lose at a pickleball game or anything else in life, um, it's, a, it's, an, it's a learning moment for you where you get to see what it is that maybe you could do to improve your game, to up your game. And think of it this way. When you look at a player like a tennis player, right, like Roger Federer, you know, if not the greatest of all time, certainly in the conversation for, for top player of all time or greatest of all time. And if you think about it, the greatest gift that Roger Federer ever got, as a tennis player at least, uh, was the uh, emergence of Rafael Nadal. Because what Rafael Nadal did was he basically forced Roger Federer to become the best version of himself that he could be, right, the best version of a tennis player that he could become. Because without Nadal, you know, Federer, I'm not saying that there weren't players out there that could challenge him sometimes, but the only player that really challenged Federer at his peak uh, was Nadal. Nadal was the one that was basically coming around and pushing Federer around for some time and requiring Federer to look at his own game and up his own game. So when you look at yourself as a player, when you're playing an opponent that uh, gets the best of you during a match, you know, in terms of the score at least, you know, so they score 11 before you get to 11 then, you know, maybe look at that as not a negative, but look at it as a gift to you. Because what that player has done is that player has shown you areas in your game uh, that you could work on and then subsequently improve. And, you know, if, if you get that when you're playing, and even though it's an L on the in the record books, I think it's a much more constructive way of looking at the uh the event or the, the the game that you participated in, and looking at the loss as, in fact, a win for you, allowing you to continue to grow and and uh, and expand your knowledge of the game and become the best pickleball player that you can be. If we haven't gotten too metaphysical for you so far entering the podcast, uh, in The Riff we'll be talking about how to define whether you competed the last time you played pickleball out on the courts. Stay tuned for The Riff. So the verdict is in and the paddle that CJ Johnson, myself, Tony Roig, and my wife Jill are all playing with is the new Icon paddle, a relatively new Icon paddle from Diadem Pickleball. We've actually been playing with this paddle for several months now, and uh, we wanted to make sure it it performed up to our expectations. And I gotta tell you, this is an awesome paddle. It has some of the best playability of any paddle that we've ever played with. And Jill's arm that used to have the ice after she played no longer needs icing so it's an awesome paddle if you want to read more about the paddle i'll link to the full review down in the show notes and if you use the code vi pickleball at diadem pickleball you'll get our discount if you decide to give the diadem icon paddle a try send me an email tony at com, and let us know how it went if you follow our podcast you know that we're big fans of coach peter scale's book uh, mental and emotional training compete learn honor if you want to hear those episodes, they started episode nine, so go back and check those out. They're really good episodes. I'll put a link down below where you can get a copy of Coach Pete's book. It'll really change your relationship with the game, at least has the potential to do so if you uh, read it with an open mind and just kind of get into it. But one of the concepts that um, that Coach Pete talks about is competing, right? So it's compete, learn, honor, and competing is an important part of uh, uh, an important metric, I should say, for how you gauge your performance on the pickleball court. It's not winning and losing like we talked about earlier. So it's not, you know, the W or the L or the score. What matters is were you out there and were you competing? And what I want to talk a little bit about was or, or about today is what is what do we mean when we say, did you compete? Or when we ask the question, did you compete out on the pickleball court today? And there's a there's I think sometimes the trap that we fall into there is that we look at it as did I play the best pickleball I can possibly play under any circumstances at any time today? If that's the question you're asking yourself, there's gonna be many, many times that you're gonna, that that the answer is gonna be no, I did not. But really what I want you to, what I want you to uh, challenge, I wanna challenge you a little bit on is, is that the right question, right? Is the right question, did I play the best pickleball possible under any circumstances that I've ever played in my life? You know, basically like the highest bar you could ever set for yourself. And are you supposed to meet that bar every time you go out to play? I think that's just, you know, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure there. Better, a better question, I believe, uh, that you, you might want to ask yourself is, did I compete as hard as I could given where I am today, given the place that I'm at today? We're going to have different, we're going to come into into pickleball situations or pickleball uh, opportunities at different places in our lives, right? Sometimes it'll be, uh, you know, a particularly stressful day with the family or work or whatever is going on in your life. That's going to distract you and detract from your uh, pickleball play. It could also be an injury, right? You could be, you know, you could have a, a your knee bothering you, your arm bothering you, something like that it's it's difficult to expect that you're gonna perform at your best best ever right if you have some sort of physical uh, limitation at the moment another example is if you haven't say you haven't played or, or drilled or done anything in a while uh, it's unrealistic to expect that you're gonna all of a sudden show up to the pickleball court and play at maximum uh, you know at your at your uh, absolute best you know under any circumstances if you haven't played for a while so maybe instead of comparing your play to the highest possible bar that you could ever play under any circumstances ever in your life maybe place the bar a little more realistically based on where you are that day what's going on and as long as you went out there and you did the best that you could and that includes ebbs and flows by the way you're not going to always be you know spot on uh, every single rally during during the day you know accept that you were human and give yourself uh, some leeway there and as long as you compete it within those parameters then i think You've done uh, what you set out to do, and you should, uh, you know, no no reason to hold your head uh, or, or, you know, let your head sag uh, if you, in fact, uh, have some losses that day. And frankly, even if you have some wins that day, the question is, you know, did I compete? Did I leave it all out on the court as best I could that day? So I hope that helps you, uh, you know, reframe maybe some of your uh, metrics when you're out there uh, playing and have a healthier relationship with the game. If you enjoyed the podcast, please give us a rating on wherever you're listening to this on. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please share with your friends. If you enjoyed it, they probably will too. We'll see you next week.